1: Almighty Baller Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Welcome, welcome to season two, episode seventeen of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Guy We're back. It's late night in studio. Yo, yo, what's good? Oh man, so much NBA to talk about. Mm -hmm. But we'll come full circle. Mm -hmm. We're coming back around, and we're going to it. By the way, I'm I'm driving back. I'm driving back from Bellevue tonight. My car is nearly blowing off the road. Like blowing off the road. Like blowing off the road. There's like a crosswind of epic proportions. (laughs) It is just like it is just like it's a crosswind bigger than the fans booing Carmelo oh. in New York this week. Oh so. wow,
2: <laughs> nice comparison. You know what's crazy is that I don't I don't think I ever go east. Yeah, I don't think anyone comes back. I'm, I think <laughs> you might be the first. Like I think the wind is a real thing. Yeah, Seattle freezes because that's li- literally we just want to freeze everything out out. Right, <laughs> Bellevue ain't coming back in. <laughs>
1: No, what, what, once you get over the bridge, man, it's it's a different world yeah. over there, man. It's a different world. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Do other cities like? I feel like even the Minneapolis-St. Paul connection wasn't this way. Mm-hmm. It's like a very, it's a very pronounced thing. It's right. like, it's like you're bad and you're bad over there. You're bougie over here. <laughs> 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 That's good. Like, what, what is happening? Yeah. I, I still like four years in, still don't understand this place at all. I
2: think it's a toll bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's, that's it. So let's go into the eighth week of the NBA season, talk about some games here. So, you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are gonna go right into gameplay. So so Cheers. so we are gonna go. Ah! And you know what? Let's just go start the shot clock, Guy. Oh. You jump. All right. Okay. So I'm going. Yep, I'm, I'm going. going. My first story this week. So NBA Thursday this week, there's a little game on between the Lakers and Cavs. Not really that exciting of a game. It's, it's fairly close. But there's a there's a conversation at the end. I can't believe you did this. There's a conversation at the end where LeBron is talking to Ball and he covers his mouth. And I'm just like, as a spy operative, I have to know what's going on. What did they say to one another?
2: Listeners on at home and as well as me live right now are all rolling our eyes, no, eyes on you.
1: I don't care. I just wanted to know what he said. Like, what is he actually saying? Is he just chastising the the father? Or is he actually like talking business with him?
2: Oh my god, you should email LeVar. I will ne- I will never email LeVar. That's my 24 seconds. Oh. You're up gig. Yo, you know what? You talked about this earlier today. Yeah. Melo's return to New York happened uh, the other day. Porzingis set out due to emotional soreness. <laughs> we saw some insane basketball here, but yeah. not in this game. No, no, no. Mellow got a little bit of a boo, a lot of a cheer, a little, a little, uh, you know, montage, a little <laughs> montage video <laughs> clip to celebrate his life yes. in New York and thereafter. And you know what's funny? He, he went fucking like four for 18 and 12 points. But guess who destroyed him? Because the Knicks thrashed the thunder when it shouldn't have happened. Michael Beasley <laughs> Michael Beasley 11% brain Michael Beasley 30 points 20 points for Courtney Lee uh, 25 points for a combined you know score of two white dudes Doug McBuckets and Ron Baker <laughs> it's insane Mello for trash and trash wins <laughs> go that,
1: that was easily a 35 second yes. shot clock but let's go 45 I, I'm gonna bring it <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back I'm gonna say that this is a great story the Bulls are on a five game winning streak Bulls over Bucks how are we cheering on the Bulls that doesn't make any sense to me Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis has 27 points in this game.
2: Yeah, not to be confused with Lori Markman. That,
1: hey, that's that's a mistake, we'll go back to episode 16 for that one. Yeah. Um David Nawab, 35 minutes of playing time in this game, 13 points. Yeah, unbelievable! What is happening in Chicago? I don't
2: want to see the success <laughs> in Chicago right now. Ah, uh, okay, back to you. Boom, game. back to me. Boom. We saw some amazing basketball again this week because I said that from last week. Roop, roop, so, the Sixers, man, you gotta say every week, oh I'm paying attention God. to the Sixers. Yes. Uh, they lost to the Pelicans, they lost to the uh, uh, Thunder in triple overtime, they beat the Wolves. But in triple overtime, yes. that's a victory in itself because it's the Sixers versus the Thunder. They've gotten there triple overtime, you know, misses by Andre Roberson, slam dunk misses by Westbrook, but boom. Yeah. 10 shots for 30, you know, <laughs> boom. And B nearly played 50 minutes, a season high, you know? And Embiid and Mello got at it in like you know the the crutches of the fourth quarter into all the the overtimes, kind of staring each other down, screaming and one nah and one no nah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes grunting, blowing noses right <laughs> they're making all sort of noises and stuff and it was so funny because Steven Adams fouls out in this game yes. and Embiid does his little tactical like <laughs> see you later He's, you know is out, the, get his out a wave yeah He's a little wave but kind of didn't really come back to bite him because. You know, he did it, and after the game, because the Thunder beat him in the last second, you know, they're in the overtime, Russell Westbrook decides to go, you know what? I'm going to wave my hand at you and wave bye to you, because you lost. you going home. Melo you know, joins in on this, and Embiid wins, because he's in his he's in their head. <laughs> but not only that, he takes it to the post-game interview immediately. He's like, you know what? I wish I took 33 shots. Wink at Westbrook, because Westbrook went like oh 10 for 33. God. This is like
1: 30 seconds too long. Boom, boom. I love it Triple overtime 24 second chuckle I'm I'm gonna continue on In this story Just just for one second Because Mm. I found a stat In watching this The only reason This game went to OT Is OKC Did not make a shot In the last 5.35 In this game
2: In the fourth quarter Wow In the
1: fourth quarter And this thing goes Triple OT By the way by the way, your stat about MB going for 50 minutes in triple overtime, like it takes triple overtime for him to get those minutes. Yeah. That's insanity. I know. Absolute insanity. This if you if you get a chance to just watch a game just for pure emotional from a pure emotional standpoint, this is this the is one the this game. is the one to watch. Yeah. yeah. So all right, we gotta talk a little bit about some stats that happened this week. So this stat has been kind of played up. You probably heard about it, but I I, I did a little bit of research here nice and lebron lebron lands at 6th on the all-time triple-double list
2: whoa fine
1: he's got like 61 or something like that that's awesome however However, he is still 120 behind Oscar Robertson. Take that, LeBron! And yeah. he's also 28 behind Westbrook, who is still playing. Right. So you know he what? Ain't, he didn't I don't care. Yeah. You, you beat Bird. Bird wasn't a re- wasn't really
2: a triple double. Lock it in. He's number six. Expert, expert. take six. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. This is kind of a weird LeBron Kobe week because Kobe's getting his jersey retired tomorrow. Yes. And um, but this week has all been been, been about LeBron. It's been like yeah. is, he, is he amongst the greatness Does he replace You know Michael Jordan In the stratosphere Or whatever uh, It's a, so tough. weird Yeah I don't know But I don't know. you know Not talking about Lambron Too much this episode Houston has won 13 straight Cape K- KCP CP3 <laughs> Still hasn't lost This is what I think. During the game, he was spotted saying like something like he's never had this, you know, kind of just brevity in the game before. He's never just won constantly like this before. He's kind of a slight against the Clippers. Kind of a slight a little bit against the you know New Orleans Hornets at one point. Um, you know, but he finally he's broken a tie. Um, with Dennis Rodman at one point when he got traded to the Bulls uh, for the most consecutive victories by starter to begin a tenure with a new team.
1: Oh, so the question is, how many games before he kicks a cameraman?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's that the same season. That, that's the real stat. That's <laughs> yeah. the real stat of this. Nice mini uh, reference, mini reference.
1: What is breaking my heart this week is continuing to watch this mm. stat around the Greek freak. He's he's averaging twenty nine point eight. This this goes back Poor to shame. my this goes back to my thirty points per game bet, and yeah. I'm just <laughs> so bitter, so bitter about this. But he continues on. By the way. James Harden is the only one over thirty points per game this season, averaging over thirty-one.
2: He's, I mean, without really, you know, kind of a slight DJ, deviant, but he's looking like the runaway candidate for MVP right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's really it's really one runaway, but it's 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 week eight. There's a lot of basketball left to play, yeah. so I, oh. I mean, we will go into very early predictions as we always do, mm-hmm. but. I, I don't think it's over I, I do not think it's over I think I think somebody from the east is gonna step back in there
2: so what really hurts my soul is that during your 24 second clock um one of your topics was about the bulls and what really hurts me is that the bulls are winning I think I locked them in for like eight wins for the season in my 12 30 they're prediction. already there and they're already there they started the season three twenty three three for uh, three and 20 and I was like yes I am going to make myself a millionaire of digital points but um they have won five straight
3: how
1: I I do not know.
2: So the secret to success is punch a dude's face in, break it, shake hands. Eight months later, and <laughs> win five straight. <laughs>
1: that, that, that is that can't
2: Because be. how are they winning right now? <laughs> It's David Nwamba. It's David Nwamba. <laughs> But I mean, true say though, like they have some grit behind all of that trash. And it's like Chris Dunn, David Nwamba, um, Markin and Portis, uh, Miritich, they're yeah. all shooting really well. And Nwamba is no joke, a secret, you know, little hidden gem in that roster. Yeah. And, you know, Levine's playing in the G League or G League right now. Yeah. Like they're gonna be kind of fun to watch, you know? and they might be like the Sixers like three years ago of a team to pay attention to.
1: No, I th- I think they will be a, a team to pay attention to. It's just it's just hard. It's hard when everybody writes them off. It's hard when you when we wrote them off, and then to yeah. kind of like step back in and like oh everything's better. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know if. Fundamentally, everything's better, but things are on a trajectory upward.
2: And stats are stats because, you know, everyone has to – every team has to score a certain amount of points a Mm -hmm. a game. So someone's got to score for that team. They're not going to score zero. So Chris Dunn might be scoring 18 points here, but he might be scoring four in another team, right? So I'm saying that as a Wolves fan, wanting this trade to be (laughs) clearly in the Jimmy Butler side of things. (laughs) Uh I just hope they don't have that much success. All
1: right, I'm going to I'm going I'm going to the Christmas season and I'm going oh. to say if you were going to wrap gifts for all the players that had ejections this season, yeah. how many gifts would you need to wrap, gee? How many players would be getting gifts?
2: Um nine. No,
1: that is that is incorrect. Oh. So there are 15, play- 15 players players, 15 players that would be getting gifts. Three players would be getting multiple, multiple gifts. gifts.
2: <laughs> See, I was thinking about that too. I was like, okay, so Kevin Gra- Kevin Gra- uh, Durand has been out, you know, twice or three times. Uh, three times, yeah. Mm, I think Boogie as well. Yeah, but
1: Bo- yeah. Bo- Bo- Boogie's a perpetual. Boogie gets. But a- lock
2: him down for Christmas, like five game special, <laughs> you have five gift special, right? <clears throat> yeah.
1: So just like if if we're gonna predict, at least at least set Boogie at a
2: constant. Like, oh my god.
1: He gets the he gets the prepay ejection package, you know.
2: What an idea. Every so by like All Star Break, they do like a post game post Christmas like celebration yeah. with a white elephant. Yeah. Any player that's been ejected, yeah, like gets to celebrate gets to celebrate their you know their I got emotion. It, I got
1: it. In the O man's lounge, there's a special there's a special white elephant uh, ejection edition. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's coming to you. Twenty eighteen. This,
1: this is terrific. Yeah. All right, you have a you have a uh A Dirk stat here. I have a Dirk
2: stat. Um, He moves into sixth place in all-time NBA games played. That's weird to track, but whatever. Um, He is now... Dirk has stated interest in playing beyond the season, and that'll probably happen. And I don't understand why, but he's coming for that five spot. Hondo's five spot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it just like the
1: most... The most all-time NBA games with the you know the one knee up as well. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. I thought you were gonna slap. It. I know,
1: I was Like no, I'm just like, is he, I was, is he gonna do, it? Is I was he gonna do trying, it? I was trying to come up with what I was gonna say, and yeah. it just it wasn't coming. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's not gonna it's not gonna sound good on the pod, Hondo. <laughs> okay, I got an I got no an,
1: I got another question for you. Oh shit! I, I got another question for you. There are three current players with oh. 18 or more double doubles and no triple doubles. Double doubles. Double no doubles. Double doubles. But no triple
2: doubles uh-huh. can you name them Carl Anthony Towns. number one Anthony Davis no can I name three okay <laughs> can you name
1: three I'll, get, I'll, I'll you can have a couple um, a couple of guesses here
2: yeah uh, Anthony
1: Davis is incorrect
2: okay um the next one who would do double doubles Rajan Rondo no I don't know why I'm on Pelicans. That, that,
1: that, that's a good that's a good guess
2: Al Horford no all right. No, no, the, I'm done. I'm okay. done. Okay. Uh Towns.
1: No, Towns is number 1. Andre Drummond or Andre oh, Drummond, Drummond was the second one. Shoot. And then Kevin Love is in there as well. I'm such an idiot. Those no, were, those should have no, been the no, obvious no, ones. No, 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 That's like you, you got the number 1 guess. So like <laughs> you you won you won no prizes on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the stat section of this podcast, yeah, but right. but we continue on. Oh, so shit. All right, you you briefly addressed this in some, in some of the news, but let's let's talk a little bit about this this week. This bringing is bringing it down. This
2: is a big week for Kobe Bryant. So, so twelve eighteen, mark it down. It's my parents' anniversary. You yeah? know, mm-hmm. congratulations, parents. <laughs> um, I know they're listening in India, so no worries. Um, more importantly, on the subject matter at hand, the Los Angeles Lakers are throwing a street festival in Kobe Bryant's honor to celebrate the retirement of. Kobe Bryant's and Kobe Bryant's jerseys. So number 8 and number 24 are both being retired on Monday night versus the Golden State Warriors. I love that. Mark it down twelve eighteen, Wow. 2017. And I believe they're calling this thing like (laughs) um, I believe they're calling this festival like Kobe Street Day or something like Kobe Kobe Day or something like that. So like everyone's out in the street. There's like a farmer's market of Kobe gear and (laughs) shit like that. They're painting the town like Black Mamba and snake reptile reptilian skin and (laughs) I don't know, man.
1: (laughs) That's it. I I, but this is quite an honor to get two jerseys retired.
2: Yeah. So hmm. Begs the question. Seeing this, you know, seeing this talented player, legendary player, get two jerseys, who's gonna break the mold and have three jerseys retired? Is this gonna be a LeBron thing? Is this gonna be a LeBron thing? Is he gonna be like, oh, I was six, you know, before I was twenty-three, and I was twenty-three before I was six. I gotta get two. I'm gonna change my number to six. In uh, Cleveland again Oh but wait Wait a there's second There's more I'm 40 I'm gonna go 40 now So like 623 and 40 Wait a second You got you got an epiphany? No
1: I have an epiphany here What if the NBA just goes You have to combine the numbers Like oh. you can get three But it's now 623 <laughs> It's now 623 <laughs> You now have the highest number That's ever yeah. that's ever been registered in the NBA Oh shit <laughs> That's not that's, that's not real In fact that's a pretty bad idea That's a bad but, idea
2: I made us <laughs> but made a stop for three, a second. Three
1: jerseys. That that's interesting. No, I mean Kobe deserves deserves a, just a ton of credit for just an amazing career. And I I wish you know I could see something like that and just just go and kind of partake because it's yeah. like to be around greatness. the The best game that I ever went to, and not like I never I've never seen like a ceremony around a, a player or anything. well around anything in basketball. But I did get to see. Uh, What is it, Uh, Mariano Rivera? The night that he retired, whoa, at at Yankee Stadium. So like, it's it's a big deal when these things happen. Yeah, like the Derek. I still recall the Derek Jeter (laughs) moments, like when he retired. So, man, man. so it's pretty cool. I'm talking about another sport, but but regardless, he deserves this respect. This is a very cool thing. It'll be it'll be fun to see kind of who all shows up to it. Where did Mariano Rivera
2: retire? Like, what was the uh, game that you got to see? Uh, was it? It wasn't the twins, was it? No,
1: I don't, I don't, I, it's okay. I don't, I don't recall the matchup. This is a while, a while back, but, um, so I, I don't know if this is really a story, but there, I, I saw this, this news article about the NBA getting a call wrong in the 76ers OKC game. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what exactly happened there? So it's like, I think they spotted the ball wrong. So
2: they, oh, yes. So this is, this is what happened. Yeah. Um, Okay, if I can kind of play back in my head, um, um, OKC missed the shot and um, with like limited time left, maybe like four seconds left. And the Sixers got the ball back and called a timeout. Mm. Dario Saric got the rebound and called a timeout, but he also dribbled. Mm. But everyone was calling a timeout before he dribbled. And oh. then he dribbled and then he did the timeout. So if you dribble you are supposed to take it out where you dribbled from. Oh, yes. If you call a timeout. Now, all timeouts are full timeouts. You can, yeah. you can you carry can, it over to you, the you other can bar, go half court. To, you can go to half court. And yeah. You can inbound and you could shoot. So you have, you know, like, maybe a couple seconds even ran off because they called it after the dribble. So it was, yeah. like, four seconds with the ball without dribbling, and there's, like, two seconds with after dribbling or something. Yeah. So they lost two seconds. They lost position on the court. This is in like, double OT, right? Yeah. Just something stupid. And so, um, you know, Covington went to throw a heave to like Ben Simmons Mm -hmm. and Ben Simmons got the ball stripped and so then it went into triple overtime that that did not cost them the game Mm -hmm. because you know they should have lost in regular uh, you know regular time but um You know, this was a call that was kind of controversial, but they get calls wrong all the time. Yeah, it's like I'm glad that they're kind of owning up to a little bit of this, Mm -hmm. but they need to really kind of watch themselves because this is like a weird, fickle line that they could cross and be like, "Hey, let's let's expose all these refs for all the things that they do wrong in games." Yeah, but in the end, they should not matter. They should be like one percent of the shit that actually happens in a basketball game. Yeah, and the players should dictate the result. But so often, it's so easy to point at the refs that you did something wrong. And the you know the players are acting up a thing, but this is something that they could have reviewed. Mm-hmm. This is something they could have looked at, went to Secaucus or whatever, mm-hmm. and like this was actually how it should have done, and it should have been four seconds yeah. with the ball after you know brought up through yeah, half court. It, sh- it should have started at half court. Yeah. yeah. So at least they admit that they got the call wrong. I, I but get, it's like you I know. get that.
1: I, so I I think there's there's cares, two though? there's two parts to me like <clears throat> the fact that the NBA is owning up is is okay, but. It's not gonna. They're not gonna change games yeah. after the fact. Right. So who cares? Don't report on it. Doesn't. Right. Doesn't even. It doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like if you're not gonna deal with it in a game, frankly, don't even
2: deal with it. It's salt for me. As like if I were a fan of the Sixers, yeah. I would be salt about it. Yeah. You know what happened? Just last night, the state. Uh, Wolves, I don't want to be talking about the Wolves right now, but the Wolves lost the Phoenix. Yeah. In their like you know statement, uh, uh, debut of their new jerseys, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, the lime green jerseys, <laughs> they lost that game. But they also lost with the controversial call. And this should have happened. This shouldn't have happened. They should have blown out the six, uh, the Suns. But um, Teague fouled a three point shooter mm-hmm. with like three seconds left to go. So mm-hmm. that sucked. Yes. So he got three shots, and they got to win the game. But the shot clock expired, and they called the shot clock expir- expiration. But they looked at the replay just to confirm, and they were like, "Nope, it's actually a foul." Three shots, then they win. It was so bizarre. Oh And God. like, what can you do now? And oh thank you, NBA, for telling me that you got the call wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really help the win loss you know, result. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I don't know. That that's a it's a longer conversation, but it's a conversation I don't even really like to have, honestly, yeah. because it just makes me bitter just about what happened. And it's you're you're right fundamentally that this is about the players playing and there are some missed calls, but really it's not the refs are not changing the games substantially in these things. Yeah. I, you know, I, kudos to the refs for what they do. Right, they're keeping this game going.
2: Sponsor us, refs, if you're looking to sponsor
1: them. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, so, I want to talk a little bit about this. You know, we we sometimes get into the meat of the political situation of the NBA. Um, Le- we're, I'm talking about LeBron again, but um, it's all good. But he he actually he wore these equality shoes today. Uh, yeah, in today in today's game.
2: Yeah, they were playing against uh, the Wizards. Washington, yeah,
1: black and white, black and white shoes with this gold equality um, labeling on them. Cool. So, I guess, I mean, my question is, and basically the open thought or open discussion I want to have with everybody is, like, does this matter? Does does it matter what LeBron wears?
2: Look to the cookie. Look to the cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Seinfeld (laughs) reference. The black and white cookie. Um, (laughs) So, I don't think this matters. Good job by you LeBron this doesn't really matter much but maybe you have some other something else to no, say
1: No I so I, I think he has a voice I think he has one of the vo- biggest platforms I think he has a voice and when he says something it resonates and yeah. it, it and it carries weight with people but I also think I also think that shoe like the shoe <laughs> yeah. statement doesn't yeah. really mean it that means much nothing. No but, and it's the it's the fact that There are so many. Like every player has a different shoe every single night. Yeah. Like the fact that people, the players are more creative. It's different when you're the first person to do it. When you're the first person to kind of like, oh, I'm gonna introduce this shoe, or or this concept, or have you know have wear this shirt for the first time and make kind of an impact, be the Colin Kaepernick of the situation, as opposed to just kind of like expressing your own creativity, expressing your own opinion. I don't know. I. I like the fact that he did this. I like where he did this. I don't really think like it holds up. It it, yeah. it holds up without him kind of talking about it.
2: Mm-hmm. So well, I, he did. He went on after the game to talk about a little bit why he wore the shoes and everything, and it was a very unrefined um, commentary, kind of like how I would speak normally. And it was like you know. Uh, you know, I just you, just, you see what's in uh, you see what's in uh, White House right now. Currently, it's this dude, and you see what's happening in the world right now. We just are we're proud, beautiful, um, powerful people in America. We should represent all you know walks of life. We can't just be like um, a black and white situation where everything. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and he like brought up the Hispanics as well. So like he said some things, and it was like very impactful in the sense that mm-hmm. well, he has that platform, he has that voice, he is a voice of a lot of people, mm-hmm. and a lot of people like kind of. Ride his lifestyle. Um, Honestly, though, like from my standpoint, and I think we kind of share the same sentiment, like it's such a weird, irrelevant thing that he did when he could have made a more powerful statement. Mm -hmm. Shoes?
1: I don't know. I just, I, I don't think shoes have the weight that they. Fucking shoes? That they did.
2: Because it's, then people took fit pictures of his shoes and that was like, that's more meaningful than the shoes being worn. The picture of the shoes.
1: It's not even Tom's shoes. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not even like, you're not giving back. It's like he is, he is expressing a political statement on his shoes. Like, I I don't know. Like, there there is there is weight to this. I just, against how fast the game and how fast media moves around this. Like how much impact right. besides today is it going to have?
2: Thousand percent, man. So and, it's, it's already a blur. Like yeah, it's already gone.
1: Yeah. So I, 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 really, I like what he does for the sport. Right. I like what he does, kind of to spark the conversation and to be political and the new NBA being political and what they represent. But through clothing, I, I don't think it's enough.
2: It'd be wild. So as if it was on like their jerseys. Yeah. Instead of the calves said like equality yeah or instead of like his beard yeah it was equality i mean i'm just joking but i'm just like it could you know have a bigger impact if you're physically deforming your face (laughs) for a silent protest yeah Uh, whatever i mean the message is amazing and uh you know i don't really like the lebron so that's why i went there
1: (laughs) okay we'll we'll, uh so the twelve thirty project is still being updated. I'm Fuck yeah. I am <laughs> No, dude there's so many games. Like every time I try to update this, there is more games that have been
2: played. <laughs> That's typically how this works.
1: I know, but like twelve hundred and thirty <laughs> games there's Hey hey Hondo, stop eating those grapes and start updating those columns of data. Oh my god. Oh my
2: god, I'm gonna have to nudge you at five thirty in the morning. be Like, where's <sighs> that twelve thirty project? <sighs> you know, it's like office right office space
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fill out your tps reports and your 1230 project <laughs> unbelievable That's great. all right gee take us into the old man's lounge oh man oh man oh man
2: oh man
1: oh man
3: that
2: was the that was the flight into <laughs> The 206 Lounge here in <clears throat> Seattle, live in Ballard. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, December 11th, we have the frequent flyer miler, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Or should we call him Dill on Brooks? It's, you know what's really cool? He's Is got his he's name?
1: He's got a special platinum card to yes, get in the yes. lounge right now.
2: There's two L's in his first name, so he takes the double L's. There's two O's in his uh, middle name, or middle name, his last <laughs> name. He gets the double O's. Um, and double O's. oh my god that was such that was so bad (laughs) just like this 19 minutes five fouls um do you know that this player exists in the nba jamil wilson no i've never heard of jamil wilson (laughs) Would you be shot, take one guess of who he plays for? Phoenix. Who, who he starts now for? Phoenix. The Clippers. Oh
1: no! <laughs>
2: they have fallen. <laughs> they have oh, fallen. <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> you know what they saw that Chris Paul trade and that little meme, that little like conversation between him and Harden being like, "Oh, I've never had this before," and they're like, "Let's start Jamil Wilson. Let's <laughs> <laughs> suck it to him." Oh god! Um, on the on the twelfth, uh, Paul Gasol. How Gasol? How Gasol? Whoa! Twenty two minutes, no shot attempts. <laughs>
1: no shot like what does
2: he bring what does he bring as a 38 year old Um, Garrett Temple we've already named a drink after you and he was like I like that I like that coming on back Mm mm-mm um, you know what's amazing about the NBA? They just keep on giving. <laughs> on the fourteenth, we found the third Plumley brother. Come on in, come on in. The brothers Plumley, come in, hold hands. Twenty-three take, minutes, no take, shot take, take that, take that special three-seater in the back. Yeah, and take that for data. Um, minus twenty as well in this twenty-three minutes. <laughs> so we did this. We did this Irving a little bit ago. Um. Rest in peace, Rudy Gobert. No, no. I know. I know. You just came back from injury. You just need a little <laughs> bit of, you know, you know, balm lotion. But you didn't put the lotion on that day, and you got injured in two minutes. Boom. Welcome to the old Man's. You didn't score in those two minutes. Um, oh, and that's December 15th. That is- I feel bad for you, though, man. Um, but you got the problems, and I'm not one. <laughs> on the 16th, which just happened, I think, uh, the other day, yesterday, in fact, the dude who scores points apparently decided to score no points. Ryan Rhino Anderson. What? How does he, as a three point gunner, decide he's like, you know what? I'm going to go 0 for 7 in this game. That doesn't, that's really odd. Yeah. But they probably blew that team out anyways and they didn't need him to yeah, come back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. That's, that's definitely true.
2: DeAndre Liggins, not to be confused with DeAndre Jordan or Andrew Wiggins. Um, <laughs> he has the L in his name. So that's why. Yes, but, uh, yes. 17 minutes, I think he starts for Milwaukee, which yes. is also wild. Um, And guess who returned? Pau Gasol twice in one week. One shot. So all week (laughs) he had one shot.
1: (laughs) Like 40 minutes of play. So bizarre. So bizarre. So what would have been priceless is to track the number of shots he had pregame and then compare it to the number of actual the one.
2: The one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of the one. Nope. Um. Well, here in the Old Man's Lounge in the 206 Live and Ballard Lounge, mm. waiting for your SeaTac flight, um, if you have a flight, okay, you just want to hang out with us. Mm. We have drink specials. We have a menu. We have a three-course meal if you want. If you have a 10-course meal, if you just want blueberry pancakes, we have those for you. They're all in the lounge. But we also have specials specifically mm. tailored to you. We know what you want. We know what you need. We know you score no points. Celebrate that moment in time in history (laughs) with a drink (laughs) named after you. So we have the Dorian Finney Smith and Goose all-time favorite. Oh yeah. it's it's on the it's on the plaque of like the Hall of Fame of names. Definitely. Um, four weeks in. Um, (laughs) we have the Drell Martini. We have the Alabama Shepherd. We have the two roll of Alabama. We have the Alabama Trumpeter and the Alabama Roll Bench. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) This rolls off the tongue just like that name. And we have a we have a weird drink. It's not, it's kinda of like a no name. It's like it's just the Gary Payton Junior special. Yeah. It just it's a drink served in a glove. <laughs> served with a glove. A junior sized glove. Um you know what's really funny? So for um uh, this board game thing we had, we had the little like white elephant thing mm-hmm. and um, we had a couple gag gifts amongst them. One of them was for me and it was um a thing of hand or pants so it was underwear but for your hands and they looked like underwear they looked like boxers yeah. like oh my god it was like it's like really tight for your hands i couldn't fit them on my hands so it was really funny um but i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking so who showed up you know Dylan brooks has been so frequent i'm like yeah he really wants it i don't want to give it to him if he's that desperate <laughs> come on i'll come back for more you know come back next week it's like so you gave him sex on the brooks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was actually thinking about not giving it to him. You know, just like uh, we'll we'll pass it on by this week. We'll wait for it next week because we got the Paul Gasol Zotto,
3: which I've never
2: drank before. Never heard of before. Uh, it is a play on the word Granizado. Um, it's a frozen lemonade, just like Paul Gasol on the court. I just thought that was beautiful. <laughs> Frozen
3: lemonade.
1: Oh my god.
2: You know, those, so those players so good,
1: players as long as you as long as you stop scoring you're you're continually welcome to the old man's lounge. Anytime. Anytime join us, you score no points. Join us every single week yeah. as we welcome you back in.
2: And the only ticket is to score no points. Dylan Brooks, get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis needs you, man. Memphis needs you. All right, G. We gotta go with the little give and go, fellas.
1: Oh man, what an answer! The only answer to this question, not even the correct one, the only one is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Russell Westbrook. I'm doing Harlem Globetrotter shit around my body, spinning on my finger right now. Will crying LeBron replace crying Jordan in the memeosphere this
2: year? Oh, here it is. Here it is. What are we breaking down this week? We're breaking down something in the sky, man. My dude, this is this is a new era in. In just fandom, in how things get up, things just show up on your doorstep. Yeah. How you can appreciate, you can rent a jersey now, apparently. You can, uh, you know, get your 24 hour service in 24 minutes if you want. Mm-hmm. Boom. Welcome to the new age of Under Armour delivering autographed Stephen Curry shoes. Wow. Stephen Curry Fours, to be exact, by drone. Wow. By drone. They're going to do it in the Bay Area because Bay Area is special and all like they need that extra, extra drone footage. Yeah. So that's wild. What actually should be dropped by drones no, as an NBA team?
1: No, I think what should happen by drone is whoever's going to interview Boogie yeah. should actually come in Fly by drone. Fly in by drone. <laughs> Fly in by drone so they like he doesn't have to yeah. work directly with the media. Yeah. yeah. Like, I I think that's that's definitely on the forefront.
2: You know what's really annoying is buying tickets online. Yeah. What if you just say, Alexa, buy my tickets online, and then it just ships to you by drone within an hour? I love that. You know what I mean? Tickets to the game.
1: But why do you need physical tickets? Like, you're buying. Well, why have drones at all then? (laughs) Don't ruin this for drone me. Drone sponsors. Drone sponsors. Gee is like is your number one fan. So whatever you want to deliver. <laughs> yeah. No, the the NBA okay, store. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, it's the NBA store. That's that's what that's that's what I want. I want the NBA store. Twenty
2: flying around. Twenty
1: four seven. I want my I want my gold NBA hat oh delivered via drone.
2: So the U S is no, no is uh is declared a no fly zone during NBA games. Yeah, because they just have <laughs> charter flights of geared ship off by drones
1: it's it's, <laughs> it's it's all falling and yet no clippers gear is falling
2: oh, unbelievable Submersion yes. submerging the ground Ah, oh, jamel wilson jerseys are on sale <laughs> uh, buy now get drone delivered and i'm sure they'll be just right there at your doorstep waiting for you because there's so many of them um you know i was thinking like fat heads i was thinking like um
1: <laughs> fat,
2: you know the fatheads like the, no, yeah, the fat, signs.
1: Fathead delivery by drone. Yeah. <laughs> just like this thing <laughs> flying
2: by drone. It's like this face of like Stephen Curry or something. That'd be wild. Um. Oh man. Uh, or Dame Lillard. Dame, Dame Lillard. Dame
1: Lillard flying, but it's hooked up to the Alexa Echo. Oh sure. So, so it's it's playing his his, music. his rap music oh. and it's delivering the, your your exclusive Dame Dillard. Dame, Dame, Dame Dillard Dame, Dame Dillard Fathead
2: <laughs> But didn't you hear about uh, Damian Lillard Just is on the news um, So like whenever um, His music is played on Spotify There's like this little pulse Yeah And everyone runs away from it <laughs> So it's like this little thing Gets dropped in the center court And it's you know Dame Lillard dropped the beat Yeah Everyone runs away Oh no So who would actually get anything From Damian Lillard They're all running away <laughs> And there's this force field Around the you know the item That was a lie Um <laughs> But like, huh? let's think. Let's think about this. You know, senior frogs or H E B and the Spurs. Maybe we can get some like, you know, Kawhi Leonard braids or we, no? What? No. Maybe we can get some like, um, we could get the fifth fingered for David's Bertons. <laughs> we could get because um, he has four fingers. Yeah. We could get. Uh, <laughs> we could get. Oh, let's say someone rips his jersey in the middle of the game. Oh yeah. And they run out. Oh. And that's the code for. You know, your new lime green jersey. New lime green jersey. Yeah. To the rescue. Oh, my. This is. But you need to come up with one just final answer right now. One
1: final answer. Just
2: to blow them all out of the air.
1: Of what I would bring.
2: You have a thousand drones in the sky. Light them up with. What do you want a thousand of? Flying around, (laughs) (laughs) what do I want a thousand of?
1: Yeah, no, I want NBA related. A thousand money balls, just money balls, just just flying around so that to take that last shot.
2: Oh shit, that's awesome. That's what I want. I want the draft order to be like delivered by drone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These drones are just flying around and then the numbers drop. It's,
1: it's just ping pong balls that drop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they all drop in sequence. In, sequence, in yeah. sequence to determine what the actual draft order is. Yes.
2: And then with all the wind, you can't you can't cross the bridge. So you die at Bellevue, but it's determined. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. All right, let's let's continue on. I so I have a I have a question here. And oh, this sure. is this is kind of, it's a very hypothetical thing, but I want to ask you a, like a very serious question is does the NBA right now have enough players on the roster in order to keep players healthy? Huh. And, and like, I'm, I, I'm dead serious about this because every single week we turn around and there's a, there's a brand new star either facing an injury or potentially out for an extended period. Are they playing players too much? And if so, should they actually have more players on on the, on these lineups?
2: I don't know if 20 players, 25 players, 40 players would do anything. Um, you can only ever have five players on the court. And there's only ever 48 minutes or like 240 minutes to spare, right? Yeah. So for 240 minutes, you have to divvy that out equally with five people on the court at all times. If you have 20 people on your roster... You're saying, "Hey, every player can only play 20 minutes, and then you can get 10 people with you know 10 minutes, and then I, you get 200." I don't, I don't, wild. I don't know what the rules.
1: Yeah. I I'm not suggesting what the rules should be. I'm just hypothetically stating if you were if you yeah. were to add more players, would it actually solve
2: the problem? No, it would in fact probably make things worse and create more tension because players aren't playing. Um, What's happening right now is that there's this weird two-way contract situation where there's players playing in the G League and then they come back up for a game, but they don't get any playing time on the teams that they're joining. Mm-hmm. So they might as well just stay in the G League and just keep working on their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once they're in, once they're amongst the team, they should be probably given some amount of time to play. Maybe there's a requirement if you're on the roster and you're healthy. Maybe you're guaranteed at least five minutes a game. I don't know. That sounds crazy because it's all up to the ju- it's all up to the the coaches and everything. Yeah, it's a problem in the NBA because players are playing too much. We're talking as Wolves fans. Players are playing too much. We're we're seeing LeBron leading the league in minutes this year. That is bizarre as hell. Why should he be doing that? Yeah. But if you take LeBron off the court and you place him with anything else, that team sucks. If you take Jimmy Butler off the court and you place him with, like, Shabazz Muhammad, well, Tom Thibodeau was like, I saw that. Yeah. It will not happen anymore. I can't trust Boz for a minute. Yeah. So it's it's it really goes to the culture of each team. Some teams go twelve deep. Yeah, Chicago, um, Orlando. I think uh, Sacramento goes twelve deep. Yeah, because they, they can. literally can play everyone. And well, they're not. They might not be having many injury issues right now. Yeah, um, I think George Hill was injured for a bit. I think Laurie Markinen was for a bit. Um, and even in Orlando, I think Aaron Gordon is suffering some some, some soreness and stuff like that. So. Even that recipe doesn't really yeah. equate itself so, so, to a, a perfect roster.
1: So, so I guess I, I guess my question is, so if, if the number of players doesn't matter, no, is yeah. there something that can be done be- <clears throat> Because Adam Silver has already addressed the fact of like eliminating back to backs and trying to change trying to change the schedule to make it easier for players to get a little bit more rest, to get a little bit more spacing between these games. I'm am just concerned that players are now at a new level. I think so. Yeah. Of their play, that the like the way that their bodies are constructed, like the amount of muscle that they're that they're involving in their game, like this is a rest. There is an impending disaster about yeah. to happen here, yeah. and it's it like we are going to sideline like let's say like half or or like you know a third of the best players in the league. At any given time, and like, that's not good. That's crazy.
2: Yeah,
1: how do, how do you address it? So I
2: think you're you were close. You know, so Adam Silver is kind of talking about reducing the number <coughs> of games and consecutive things, so then you can rest players on days and have practices. Yeah. And well, that really hasn't amounted into much. He's eliminated the four in five nights. You know, four yeah. games in five nights. Yeah. That has been gone, eradicated from rosters, uh, schedules, and that's good. That's great. That is insane. But we're seeing a lot more one and one. So you're flying home for a game, Mm -hmm. and you fly away for a game, and you fly back home for a game, and you fly away for two games. That's crazy too, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see like the random four or five game homestands, but then you see like the back to backs in like three games in five days. Mm -hmm. So like, where is the rest still coming from? And what we saw this year, specifically because they've up the you know they um, extended the season by a couple weeks by uh, kickstarting it a couple weeks early. There was a shortened preseason. There was a shortened uh, schedule for practice and for to develop into a roster, a fully capable roster. When teams mostly have a month to prepare, they have two weeks to prepare. Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing, you know, Im- not realized product on the court. You're seeing run refined stuff. You're seeing people basically in practice mode or in preseason mode in the beginning of November. And their bodies aren't constructed, you know. Uh, they're not completely healthy, or maybe some people are recovering from injuries and they're automatically in games. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're seeing you're seeing all sorts of manipulations to how rosters can be um, um, managed mm-hmm. on the court. And you're going to see the six to eight, and you're going to see the eight to ten. You're going to see twelve players on the court. They're still figuring it out. It's going to be inconclusive uh, this season. Mm-hmm. But what I think should happen, um, what I think should happen is that they should space out the games even further. And you're going to see players with an emphasis on the off-season like you've never seen before. Yeah. So, if you extend the season from the beginning of October to the end of June. So that's July, August, September, boom, right? Yeah. Like you are 3 back, months. You're back in it. You're back in it. You have no time to travel around. Those like trips to China, trips to Mexico, London. Yeah. They're going to have to kind of be curved back if you want the product to stay as what it is. No, you're absolutely right. Because that trip to China right really sucked for the Timberwolves. That trip to China really hurt the Warriors in ways because it was such a shortened season, shortened mm-hmm. off-season, shortened preseason. Mm-hmm. They had to go right away. And you're going to see a little bit more attention to the off-season than you've never seen before. And what I'm I'm suggesting is tailor tailor to the players um what you're seeing the trending of the trend of the players and you're seeing their length, you're seeing all the styles of play that they need to, you know, groom into and you, they're going to need time. They're going to need that month to learn the new offense because of all the fluctuation that's been happening in every off season. Mm -hmm. They need a month. Give them that month, give them the five or four preseason games, go right into the season in the the second week of October, like you did here and carry it to the June. But you're going to have to pace the games where you have, you know, three games for five nights Mm-hmm. Or you know, two games for four days or something like that. But you can't go back to back. You got to eliminate the back to backs.
1: Yeah, and that's I mean that's just hard.
2: That's just and I said a lot <clears throat> of I said a lot of stuff there. No, but, but my, th- if I were to say it in like two words or less la- or like you know a small little 10-second chunk, yeah, basically con- the players are going to concentrate on the offseason more to get their bodies right. It's a twenty four hour yeah. sport now, and they're going to have to concentrate on the preseason to get everything ready when their new team comes and their new coaches and their new systems and their new styles. And then you're going to see it project. Onto the schedule, and the schedule yeah. has to be very tailored to the players because right now, if your third of the top players of the NBA have been injured in some capacity, mm-hmm. realize that. Realize that the system isn't working right now, and change it up.
1: Yeah, and and let, let me first state that the that the stats I said are just they're fictitious. They're made up by me, but I'm just I'm I'm posing a scenario in which you have a disproportionate number of all-star caliber players that are that are potentially hurt at a given time
2: yeah really quick i don't think you're wrong i think there's been about like let's say the top 50 players we've yeah. probably seen about 10 people miss games already yeah. so maybe, that's a that's a healthy percentage right yeah there. that sucks no it
1: it, it absolutely sucks and, and it does kind of go back to the it really goes back to the point of like it's the back it's the back-to-backs that really crush really crush these players so you know it's it's an interesting part about the off season and my question is going to be who who actually demands it. I think eventually it's going to be the players association that says, "Hey, for this period it's kind of a blackout period. You you have to leave these players alone. They have they have to get some rest. They they need to slow down. Mm-hmm. They need to kind of like just stay in sh- they need to stay in shape, but they right. they have to get off the court for a while." Yeah and then they can come back and then kind of phase in. I think the off-season training is going to be hyper scrutinized moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like it's there's going to be a specific emphasis on the training resources and the athletic coaches that are involved in oh, that yeah. process. So yeah. yeah, maybe players can get together, but I think I think because of the money now on the table, I think they're going to bring a lot more people in to kind of help monitor that process. I sure hope so. Because these players, even though they're players, they're also investments to these teams, and it's like it's it's a whole thing in keeping in keeping them healthy. Every everybody in this equation wants to keep the players healthy. Yeah, but you actually have to make real changes, I think, to make sure that that happens.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, maybe is, is there a part of it with the fashion and like the shoes and what they wear, the peripherals, the, the shorts, the shoes, the socks, are they too tight? Are the, um, like the arm sleeves, are they too tight? Are they cutting off circulation? And then they're making themselves numb or they're making themselves I, canker I, ankles. I don't, and- I
1: don't think so. I, I, I think the, I think the fashion and the technology that's, that's kind of emerged is keeping up with the play, keeping up with the players and, and ensuring that they stay healthy. I, I, I just think that the athletes are at such a condition just physically from a, a muscular standpoint yeah. that, that we've never seen players who are like this much of like a physical specimen, like engaging, <laughs> yeah, this fast, this en- strong, this- engaging in this sport. It's yep. just because you now have a seven, you know, seven foot, a seven footer who is just like completely in muscle and just like, yeah. you know, completely built. Yeah. Trying to do maneuvers that that just there a build of that maneuver, uh, you know, a, a body build of that structure is just it. You're not going to hold up. Yeah, you're not going to hold up. It's just it's too much weight. It's too much. It's too much action, and it's just like this. This is the same problem that happens in football, just in a different fashion. Sure, it's just like you're jumping and there's impact. You're you're kind of you're diving and there's impact. Yeah. In in football, it's just like you get. 300 pounders or 350 pounders or 400 pounders like going up against running into one another like people are going to get hurt i know people are going it's going obnoxious. to get hurt and it's it's not the same and i'm not i'm not trying to like draw a complete comparison against the two i'm just just trying to say that it's like this is a new sport it's a new caliber of athlete has emerged yeah we have to we being the collective nba has to keep has to keep tabs on how how to keep these players in in the best shape possible, you know, throughout the entire year. Because you're you're absolutely right. This is a 24-7 sport now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So all right, let's 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 move on. Your your last question. And then in the give and go. In the give and go. I think it's gonna be a
2: lighthearted one. I think it's gonna be kind of fun. Well Adam Silver, you know, Hondo man, I don't know if you read your emails. I know you have unroll me, but like <laughs> you gotta check your emails every now and then. Uh Adam Silver actually just kind of Pinged us because we're famous. We're rich, bitch famous here in Seattle. <laughs> and they put us, Adam Silver is they, a collective. It's not just one person. Put us in charge of poaching a player from the NBA, any team, to start the franchise called the Seattle Sasquatches in 2020. <laughs> okay. okay. So it is 2017, 12, 17, 2017. Right now. Ooh. We have exactly two and a half years to find this player and poach him and start our franchise with. Because usually when you have an expansion team, you have all teams lock in seven, and then you can pick from the eighth on up. And you have this little mini lottery. Yeah. No. New NBA, drones falling from the sky, (laughs) dropping dimes, dropping Dame Dollars, dropping Steph Curry fours. I like it. We get to pick our own player. Who are you starting your franchise with in 2020 in Seattle, live in Ballard, Seattle Sasquatches? Let's get it. 2020.
1: Who am I starting... The Seattle Sasquatches with, I mean, it would it would be, it would be a damn shame not to involve Ben Simmons in this process. Mm-hmm. I just i th- i think just in terms of an asset, in terms of where he'll be in another two years. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he would be a tremendous tremendous player to have as an anchor mm-hmm. on that. Is he is he the number? This this is the question that'll keep me up for days though, because is he the Number one asset that we need. Mm. The Seattle Sasquatches need, you know, need somebody who's a nasty. They have a they have a five utility player, you know, but like who who else do you put in that? I think. Gosh.
2: Oh, man. So I'm thinking and this is a little serious. Yes. If Milwaukee doesn't really amount to anything. Yeah. They have probably two years left to really figure out what they have. And then Giannis is out. Oh. If they don't get to you know, the finals, yeah. the conference finals, or even the second round even, mm-hmm. I think Giannis is poached by us. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling his agent. He's probably some unpronounceable name, and I'm going to be like, yo, you, Greek Freaks dude, get him over here.
1: Okay. I like this.
2: I think Greek Freak. And you just surround him with oh whatever white God. dude you can find on the street.
1: I love that. Yeah. Sim- so Yeah. Le- so let's just... Let's just keep going on this. Okay, sure. So Simmons, Greek Freak, sure. And do we we have we to? Need add, well, we, <laughs> we need some shooters. We need some fucking or, shooters. We need some shooters, or we need a re, a, a really solid big. Yeah. N- another big to add to that mix.
2: So Simmons and Greek Freak are identical in style. Mm-hmm. So we will have two people that you know run the ball, run the eh, court. This is
1: this is a CP3 hardened uh, conversation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right.
2: All right. So who? What big we pitch? What big we poach? Yeah. Hassan Whiteside. Miami. Are they going to win a title in three years? No, absolutely not. Are they going to rebuild with Tyler Johnson and company? Wh- Whiteside is
1: Whiteside is a damn good pitch. What about...
2: Uh, what about... do wh- say my boy Towns. Towns is
1: off it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Adams? What about Stephen Steven
2: Adams? Steven Adams? Oh, we got to get the... Oh, the Euro Connection! No, the Australian Connection. There it ben is. Ben Simmons and Stephen Adams.
1: There it is. And
2: what? we got to get to Patty Mills. <laughs> but Patty Mills is just a buy one get one free sure. kind of deal.
1: So no, so <laughs> I think I think Stephen Adams could is potential. Like there is a shakeup in OKC that yeah. that's coming. I just don't <laughs> know when it is. Yeah. I also think that I don't think it's that long before. Before the wizards completely disassemble, as well, I I think something will happen there.
2: True say, man. but I don't think there's a center in in Washington land that we. No 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 no. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't want an air.
2: Nobody there. No 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 no
1: no. But another big. I think. I mean. There is an opportunity emerging shortly. It's probably going to be before this. Oh, Boogie Cousins! Boogie Cousins, Boogie Cousins is what be, a
2: what a team that will be, huh? Will,
1: will be on the block. So. Yeah. My God, that team! That team would score and intimidate a and lot intimidate, of players.
2: Yes. Um, but then yeah. they would have to round it out with some shooters. So, like the shooters would be what, like Jeff Teague and um, No Robert Covington. I would take Robert Covington
1: yes. absolutely,
2: sir Robert. Um, and then the point guard who would shoot though, who doesn't need the ball in his hands. Oh. That's that, what I'm saying, you know?
1: That's tough.
2: Yeah. Maybe it's like uh Jamal Murray from Denver.
1: Ah, that's not bad. Who else or, would you who else would you put in that?
2: Or who's a good shooter but you can't really dribble or anything? <laughs> There's a lot of those. Uh um, Patty Mills, man. Like, honestly, dude, yeah. he's not that bad of a fit for this team. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Sasquatches have selected in their fifth selection, yeah, Patty, Patty Mills. Mills. <laughs> Everyone can go back to their seats. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. I'm, I'm trying to think of other. Oh, man. There's really, there's either like really great point guards or really shitty point guards yeah. out there. Yeah.
2: Well, point guards are borderline. Um, in mass right now there's too many great point guards um but not all of them have the same skill set as like a you know mm-hmm. as patty mills <laughs> it's, it's,
1: of course of course it's the it's the patty mills yeah. all right sorry I, I'm, all go, I'm going
2: back i'm i'm
1: looking live on the pod I, i'm yes, yes. i'm looking i'm looking at the point guard set. this is gonna drive me nuts yeah, if we don't find so, an answer other so, than patty mills yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have we have to go into it who else do oh. we do we put?
2: Ooh. ooh, Booker, Devin Booker.
1: I so I was thinking about Devin Booker. Uh, boy, I I can't for the life of me I can't. I'm not gonna pronounce. This.
2: Not way. Really. I'm not. Tampa Walker. You can't pronounce that.
1: No, no. I sorry, not announce. pronounce it. Not uh, announced oh. it. Announce it. I was not going to announce. Pronounce.
2: That. Um.
1: Also, <laughs> honestly, how long is the Toronto experiment gonna go on for? DeMar DeRozan.
2: Lowry. Kyle Lowry. But we need a a point guard. We don't necessarily need a guard that can handle the ball. And Lowry is an iso player. DeRozan's kind of an iso player. I don't want any Toronto. We don't want any Toronto's. Oh. Victor Oladipo. Oh. Interesting. But he's another one of those guys that needs the ball. But is
1: he a Sasquatch? He he looks like a Pacer right now. Yeah,
2: he's he's clean-shaven, man. We need a little scruff. We need a little hair mop. It's Patty Mills right now.
1: Well, let's go. Oh, man.
2: No. <laughs> no to
1: the <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, what about this? What about what about a Tim Hardaway Jr.?
2: Yeah. Once again, though, ball handlers. Like, he creates for himself. He doesn't spot okay, up. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So, you know, like, right now I'm saying Patty Mills. I'm sorry that I'm stuck on that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray is my other hit. My other hit, and I would say I'd, I'd feel really good about Jamal Murray. Because in three years, he's going to kind of be realized. He's in Denver right now, kind of finding himself right now. Similar to like, akin to like, a Zach Levine from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a point guard? No, he's a shooting guard? Yes. But wait, let's play him a point guard? Okay, no. It doesn't work. So that's what they're doing with Jamal Murray right now, because he's so small. But on our team, it doesn't matter. Because we got like 10 white, 10 seven-footers, you know? Ben Simmons is seven feet. Ben Simmons is seven feet. Giannis, Giannis is seven feet. Hassan is 10 feet tall. And I forgot who we got for the fourth spot. Probably someone. And then the fifth spot is... The six foot nothing Jamal Murray. Miss <laughs> <just> Item.
1: <laughs> That's
2: great. The full the full draft order to be posted
1: yeah. for the Seattle Sasquatch. We need a logo for this, by oh, the
2: way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be a Sasquatch. <laughs> so has anyone seen a Sasquatch?
1: No, there's some videotape, but let's not get into that. I oh, know, so it's
2: a blurry yeah, logo. The a, logo is blurry.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. There's
1: a lot of social media speculation as to what the logo should actually look like.
2: Um, In Gee's Hair Salon slash the pop-up shop, gotta make a stop at Gee's pop-up shop. Do it. We had a lot of social media phenomenon that happened. Oh, I want man. you to blow that picture up because I don't think you actually know what was actually worn that day. This is... Lonzo Ball, wearing a shirt.
1: I saw this
2: when the Lakers played the Knicks. Offended.
1: I'm offended
2: by this. When the Lakers played the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, Lonzo Ball came to town in a shirt. No, no, with himself (laughs) on the cover. No, juxtapositioned.
1: Wrapping hands now. Yes. Wrapping hands ready to (laughs) fight. fight. Ready to fight Lonzo Ball. No, you cannot wear a it was written shirt. You cannot you cannot publicly diss Nas in the garden.
2: You took the face of Nas off and put Lonzo balls on. No, no. But I've never understood I've never actually seen a player wear up his own face before. So that was hilarious to me. But it was also I was very offended. Oh, very effective. It's you know a hip-hop. Burn this motherfucker to the ground, man. This is, <laughs> this is obnoxious. That
1: balls, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Damn, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that real hard. That was like a Andre Drummond free throw in terms of that <laughs> miss. My God. Andre no, Drummond
2: is making his free throws this year, though.
1: Not Andre Drummond. It's really late. I'm, yeah. I'm forgetting all players' names and faces and addresses. <laughs> you know what? Offensive, Lonzo Ball. Get the hell out of here.
2: Um, Saturday night. People were blinded, were jaded, were emerald-infused in their eyeballs with Mm. the Aurora Borealis Statement Game by the Minnesota Timberwolves where they dumpstered (laughs) themselves (laughs) against the Suns, where they lost. (laughs) But they wore their lime green jerseys. Remember when they were debuted uh, on the Nike Summit Day where they all took off their sweatshirts and then it was like, boom, the new jerseys? These Statement jerseys, these blinded the sun. Yes. They were so bright. However... Yes, you can have your own honest, honest opinion. Don't don't. I, and I do, and I do, but I kind of like them.
1: You know what? Here is what I'll say. They look, they look like jerseys and or colors that you get in a in a free five k run. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Like, but I do not think they deserve to be on on, on a national ba- a national basketball association basketball court.
2: Yeah, they kind of remind me of the Sounders, like the Seattle Sounders. Yeah. their line green. Soccer
1: has historically bad. Colors, logos, yeah, sure. er, ev- everything. So I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there.
2: But this not- had this weird pastel look to it, or pastel. Sorry, I'm getting my, you know, you get, you're getting you're getting bougie with your pastels. I'm over there. <laughs> my papier mâché. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Oh, this my. looked at this looked very bright when they were debuted, but then they had this very subdued uh, pastel look to them, and they kind of look cool on the court in a weird like high schoolish way. Um, I would actually want to watch them again. However, all of the sleeves, all the per- peripherals, like the socks, all the shoes—they should all just be green. I don't want this blue shit. No. They should all be green. Well, I don't. Anyways, I, I we don't lost, <laughs> so we're zero and one with the statement jerseys. So to be continued. Yeah, we're gonna be just more fashion on the pod yes. here on the fashion. Hey, I like this. I like. I really like this here in the fashion segment. Okay. We sometimes we talk about hair. Sometimes we talk about style. Yeah. We're talking about. Court wear. Court wears. These new jerseys by the Denver Nuggets. These are their city uniforms. Oh. They look fantastic. Yes. Also, if you pee your pants, it's kinda <laughs> hidden. <laughs> It's
1: kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, However,
2: I'm a little confused. If you were um, a Pacers fan or a Denver Nuggets fan, you going yeah. to have the same looking fucking jersey. <laughs> Instead of on the side, it's on the front, you know, on the it's, ass.
1: It's it's gonna be just like Thursday Night Football, where, where <laughs> yeah, you have like, the we have the colors that blur each other out, <laughs> so you can't you can't even see it. Like, yeah, the, the, people, the people that are colorblind are like literally they is the same team playing against the other team? <laughs> yeah, right. Unbelievable here. Yeah, no, these they look amazing though i i really i really like this i think the pacers pacers actually had pretty good jerseys yeah i you know what i like what the nba is doing in terms of updating their logos and playing around with it It's very fresh and and getting feedback i don't think everything is holding up but (laughs) but whatever they're experimenting i Mm -hmm. mean the nba is all about making making changes and frequent changes to the fashion in the sport Mm -hmm. um Boy, I you know you know what really is disappointing to me though. Yeah. To 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 be quite frank, is the they're doing a lot with jerseys. They're doing a they a lot with jerseys, a lot with socks, a lot with shoes. NBA, step up your hat game for God's sakes! Uh, Like what? What's they have like dad hats or like or just like the flat brimmed. The
2: the, flat brim is their thing right now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I hate those hats. With a passion key, yeah, yeah.
2: you'll never
1: see me in the store buying the flat-rimmed hats because I'm never back there. All right, I'm going to return of, my Christmas None gift. of them fit me. None of them. Oh, really? I go in there. They look like yarmulkes on me. And
2: like, <laughs>
1: no, no, If well. Take, shout out to yarmulkes. Shout out to yarmulkes. <laughs> yeah. Just, Is there
2: anything you don't like about this? I have one thing that I hate about can, this can, jersey. You, can you
1: describe this for people on for? For people listening to this, though, about what the...
2: The jerseys are?
1: About what the jerseys actually yeah, are. Yeah, so
2: these are this is the Denver Nuggets City jersey. And on the uh, the torso, the chest part, they have basically two pickaxes crossing each other over a little mountain. And that's basically their new logo, their secondary logo. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. They've put it on the court, and I hate what they've done on the court. Yeah. That's fine. That's beside the point. They have the jersey number towards their belly button, which is my first criticism. I think that's too small. Also... It's kind of weird that it's on the belly button. Yes. Then on the shorts, um, they basically have that dis- they've uh, transcribed the the skyline of the mountain range on the jersey shorts, and so they're up to basically their middle of their thigh, even the top of their thigh, on the sides. Yeah. But it's really dynamic, and they've kind of done it uh, in like um.
1: They're board shorts.
2: Yeah, they're board shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's a really way to describe it. So they're board shorts. But what's really weird, and the thing that I hate the most. Is that oh my god? I know you're in Denver, I know you're mile high city. Why the fuck are you putting an additional number after your jersey number underneath your number?
1: No more numbers, no more numbers. Do yeah. no
2: you have a little like you know, waist strap right now? Yeah, to make you all bougie and make you all like hourglass shape. Um, and it's and it has a little sticker on it that says 5,280. Okay, we know that we know that means you know, feet in a mile, nah. but guess what? Ref refs. Refs are going to be confused. Which number are they? Oh, they're the 528. No, ref. Sit down. You're looking at it wrong. You got to look it a little bit up. Oh, the belly button will tell me.
1: It's not the pants number; it's the belly button number. No. Keep
2: it straight, refs. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> back to Secaucus for the real number.
2: Yeah, but I do like I do like the look. I want to know what happens in the back. I'm sorry I didn't show all of the images there, but uh, yes. the back looks probably pretty fresh, except for the probably the shoulders that have always looked wrong on every NBA jersey right now. <laughs> but they look great, and the mountain ranges aren't, actually aren't like literally snow capped mountains. They are abstracted with like um you know with basically like a rays you know like i got it i got it though i know exactly why
1: they're why they're blue because so the reason that that the shorts are blue and not white is because <laughs> there's real gold and there's fool's gold so <laughs> if you ha- if you have real gold you can put in your pocket it won't damage the pocket yes if you have fool's gold fool's gold is pyrite it's <laughs> yeah. basically made out of copper if you store it in your shorts yeah. it'll turn your shorts green Wow. <laughs> so uh, this is why. This is why. A bunch of Nuggets players came around, a bunch of pyrite. Never nah, gonna work. No never good. gonna work. Never gonna be a part of that. Never gonna be a part of that jersey outfit. That's so, why. That is why. Hey Gee, I gotta take it on. Ramblin' Gambler is back. Rambling, Ramblin' Gambler is back. We got three big bets today. Here we go. Here it is. Can Miles Turner keep up his blocks lead going into the all-star break so he's
2: leading the league in blocks right now
1: 2.41 blocks per game
2: whoa right
1: now can he keep it up
2: are you praying Are you like no
1: i'm i'm not i I do not pray to miles turner (laughs) 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 at least not yet if he joins the wolves maybe Mm. but like Uh, not so much i don't know i like i don't know i'm very they've they've had a good he's had a good run recently yeah
2: I don't know if he can hold this so up. So, who's, who's? I mean, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. If you don't, if you're not ready, that's fine. But, uh, is there like a list of like top three, top four? I'm sure like, you know, Hassan Whiteside's there. Actually, Hassan Whiteside's been injured for a while. Um, who else has been there? You know, like, um, Okay, so looking at this list, um, you know, top five. We're just going to list them off for you, man. Um, Miles Turner um, at one, Kevin Durant at two, Chris Asperzingis at three. Um, In fourth, in fourth place is Anthony Davis with two two blocks a game, and then just shy of two is Joel Embiid at five with one point nine. I am going to say, can Miles Turner keep that up? I will bet my life that Miles Turner will keep this up by All Star break.
1: You'll, you're 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 betting your life. Yes. That is so, that is a very high break. That is a very high wager game. Yes. Wow. I don't know how to take that all in right
2: now. Okay, so let's switch that from my life to five bucks. Five is that cool? Yeah. D- if- my life is worth 5 bucks. Is that cool? $5 Friday. Mm, $5 Friday. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we'll do that. Fine. Well, are, I, you, I, are you taking the field then? I'll take the field. Okay. Like, if you want Miles Turner. I don't know. You gave me the prop, and I'm like, oh, this is why I'm hot. <laughs> okay.
1: Here's, here's a bet kind of stemming back to some earlier conversation. Who is the next team to lose a oh. game? The Warriors, who have now won eight straight. Or the Rockets, who have won thirteen straight.
2: Shit. I don't know their schedule's coming up, but I know I know the Warriors are playing the Lakers tomorrow on Kobe's night. Yeah. They're gonna be inspired, my dude. Kobe might even show up and play. My <laughs> dude. <laughs> They're not losing the fucking Lakers. Um I don't see a game in where the Rockets are like the underdog this year. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna have to be like some random off game, and like we predicted the Houston or the Boston streak could go into the end of November, December, and it was yeah. like the end of November. So whatever, we're gonna be wrong. But how about how about I say, yeah, in the next five games for each team, both teams will lose. So oh. that's my counter bet in the next five games. So the Rockets could go on an eighteen-game win streak. Yeah, I'm saying no, and the Warriors could go on a thirteen-game win streak. And I'm also saying no. In the next five games that each team plays, both teams are going to lose because I don't think I can pick. I, I, I'm sorry. Okay,
1: I will go against that. I will go against that. Five games, five dollars. Seems like it's an appropriate bet. I will take them both. Boom, boom, boom. Both boom, winning. Boom, boom. Both winning. So this uh, there was no selection, but it it continued on and the uh, the prop uh, the prop evolved <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little bit. Okay, last one here. Of the four players with an average of two or more steals per game, who will be the first to fall out?
3: Oh. Who
1: will be the first to fall out of this list? So we have Westbrook, Dunn, Simmons, and Paul George. Wow. So
2: you must take one. I must take one. You must
1: take one. You cannot take more than
2: one. Okay. So this is for how many Um, This is for four Hondaminiums. Four Hondaminiums. So my head... Would gear towards the OKC players because there's two of them, and uh, I get a chance to you know pick that team. And
1: so there are there are five players actually. Okay, with where over two. So so George Simmons, Dunn, Westbrook, Bledsoe. Okay, I don't know where my other stat came from. It was that's fine. It was on the wrong filter.
2: <laughs> that's fine. I only want to go with the four. Seriously, okay. I don't want to go with the four. Okay, I don't think Airbloodsaw is going to keep up. That's my answer. Okay, okay, like Fine. that would be my first Fine. answer.
1: Fine. So of the of the top four, yeah, who do you think is going to fall out?
2: Holy shit! I'm going against my first instincts, and I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Oh, oh! But you're giving you gave me the first choice. Like, did you have a choice in mind when you asked this question?
1: I I was like, I like your logic with OKC. Okay, I was actually going to go Westbrook
2: falling out of this okay. because I think George is kind of dominating this stat right yeah. now. So the reason why I didn't pick Dunn is because he's really playing hungry and he's getting a lot of quality minutes. Yeah. And he's probably going to average that for his career. He's always going to average at least two a game. Okay. If he's just that aggressive. He gets five fouls a game and he gets two steals a game, whatever. Ben Simmons by the time the all-star break or the first to all first to break, I have a feeling, you know, he might actually start, you know, hitting a wall, like a rookie wall or something, you Mm -hmm. know, and he might play a little bit more lethargic or laid back on D my re my, you know, my quality research and my quality (laughs) analysis here is saying like, you know, Paul George and Westbrook have realized that they're on the, they're on the come up right now. They have figured a little bit out. They lost to the Knicks though. So, um, you know, it's not easy for them right now, Mm -hmm. but, um, they gotta do more. And I think Westbrook is gonna kind of stay on pace with George. And so they're gonna be very aggressive on D because Mello yeah. is not. And so that's my point of reasoning is that it's gonna be Ben Simmons for four bucks. You think Ben Simmons is going to be the first one to fall yes.
1: off this list? Yes.
2: I think that Westbrook okay Westbrook will fall off this list. What if it's for- done? What if it's George? What happens? It's a push. It's a push.
1: All right. It's a push. There are no condominiums exchanged. We all go back to Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and I love my Bitcoins. Uh, of course. All right. Going to best games of the week. So I have three games for you right now. Portland versus Minnesota is coming up tomorrow, 12 18. Oh,
2: my God. Don't remind me.
1: Cleveland versus Milwaukee is. Should that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a really fun game. That's coming up on the 19th. Yeah. And San Antonio versus Portland, which is, it was, that's a fairly decent game.
2: This is an interesting week for basketball because of the week leading into Christmas Day. Yeah. Christmas Day coming up next week, this time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be remarkable. It's going to be the best day of basketball oh, it's, you'll it's ever see. It's one of the see. best.
1: It's one of the best. However, it also inches us closer to February basketball, yeah. which is some of the worst. <laughs> yeah, so. For sure. Uh, worst games of the week. We got Phoenix and Dallas in a just epically horrible game tomorrow, the 18th. Sacramento and Philly. I like Philly. I hate Sacramento. This is a terrible game. I'm not going to watch this mm-hmm. on the 19th. Mm-hmm. And Sacramento versus Brooklyn, I would rather go toy shopping than watch this game. My League of the Week, we this are going remarkable. to the Basketball National League of South Africa where the Free State Golden Warriors <laughs> are playing the Igoli Magic.
2: That is it. That Are they like top... You know, second seed in their little conference in their league. I have no idea, dude. You got to research. I had
1: a 403 error when I when I, <laughs> when I tried to bring up this
2: league. You know what needs to be happening right now in the league of the week? We need yeah. a sub league of the week, which is just the Lithuanian <laughs> league. And so we got to follow the balls. <laughs> we got to follow the balls.
1: Follow the balls. All yes. right. Uh, you know what? That's gonna wrap up episode. God, what is it? Seventeen. 17. This has been, uh, It's it's so late in the evening. <laughs> but it's ba- almost morning. But basketball needs to be talked about. Until yes. the bitter end so, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Alright Gee. So where can everybody Find us on the interwebs Oh my
2: gosh uh, You can find us On the interwebs um, Back to you Honda.
3: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you Unbe- can find us-
1: Unbelievable You can find us At Ryan underscore The Pine On on the Twitter You can also find us You can hit us up At How3 At Gidota On Twitter You can find us On Instagram What is our Instagram handle Ryan underscore The Pine Okay Of course Of course, of course. Of course. And you can find us uh, NBA Thursday and Riding the Pine. Uh,
2: we're- Join us on Meetup. Join us on all the things. <laughs> you <laughs> know what would be awesome, though? We're everywhere. Yeah, just follow us. Be part of this this thing that we're doing. Yes. With our hands. Um, one thing that would be amazing if all of you guys could do, if you guys love this show, if you guys like this show, if you guys fucking hate this thing, rain, leave us a review. Leave us review. a comment. Let us improve this thing. Let us do what you want of a show, rate and review. Come on, it, the area of grievances. If you have a grievance, we are
1: fast approaching yeah. Festivus. Yes, Festivus is on. This the tw- is the time. This is the twenty third. It's the seventeenth today. Yeah, you have very little time to get your <laughs> to our my Festivus wish to you yeah. is to rate and review. <laughs> get in there, go do it. That's it.
2: Play Seventeen. Let's go. Done. Bye. Thanks for listening.
0: This is a BenCast Studios production.
1: Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local
2: public church's doorway.
1: Riding the Pine now on Almighty Baller Radio. Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold.
2: Not glass. <laughs> Break yes. glass in case a podcast emerges. Riding the Pine brought to you by God Shenlong. Brought to you, brought to you by Hondo, aka Brett Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding Underscore The Pine.
0: This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced et cetera, not etc. On?
3: Woohoo! Yes!
0: Off? No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty insurance company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.